0: Welcome to the PFF NFL Daily today discussing blue chip players in the NFL draft. How many are there? We're looking at non-quarterbacks. Who are the blue chips? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. The tournament is in full swing, and the action hasn't disappointed. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT all right sam if you listen to the pff nfl podcast i know you did sam but i did if the rest of our listeners did i was there and you played the drinking game how many times did steve say blue chip prospect you're drunk because we talked about it quite a bit there's no way that's a drinking game well it could have been we talked about blue chip prospects quite a bit what are the dolphins doing trading up to number six and we said i think they're just assuring that they get one of the blue chip prospects one of the top prospects in the entire draft So, what is a blue chip? How did the NFL view those players, and how many are there in the draft?
1: Wow, you're getting very, uh, getting very philosophical about this. Uh, I I was only prepared to answer how many they are and and what, who they are, and and, you know what kind of players they are. I think there's. I can start over. No, 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 I think you're fine. I would say there is definitely three, arguably four, and they would be Kyle Pitts tight end slash offensive weapon uh Pinesul, generational offensive tackle and either whoever your choice of your favorite receiver is jamar chase or Devonte smith or both of them if you like them both
0: uh, so I, I agree on the i agree on those three i i, I like the three i just gave you four I, I the top three with chase i don't i don't agree on Devonte smith i think there's more question marks Coward. with him uh, by the way, the the Cleveland Browns, something leaked a couple years ago with some of their organizational philosophies. Uh-huh. And it's, I think it was from Paul DePodesta, you know, the guy from Moneyball, and, you know, the guy who brought all the numbers and analytics to the Browns. And even they have one of their little axioms as never pass on a blue. So the fact that the Dolphins traded back up to six does essentially assure them of one of the top three players in the draft. And that's why I po- hypothesized on the podcast they must think there's at least three blue chips in the draft. And I think we nailed them, right? I think Kyle Pitts at tight end, Panay Sewell at tackle, I would say Jamar Chase at wide receiver. We've talked about Pitts quite a bit. We did a whole daily on how he is, you know, he might be the best pass catcher in the, you know, yeah in the draft. We put Pitts with every single team and he's a fit. That has to be one of them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, I, I don't see how you could not have Pitts as one of those. You can debate the relative value of tight end, um, but one there is becoming a pretty significant scarcity of tight ends in today's NFL. So the value of them is going up by virtue of the fact that they're harder to find than it used to be. So even if you say he's just a tight end in quotation marks, that's becoming a more valuable thing. And because of that, the how high you take them is going to be going up. But he isn't just a tight end. He is genuinely, I, I, I've said it before that, Wide receiver tight end hybrids used to get called tweeners because it was something they couldn't do at either position. Kelvin Benjamin you know, occasionally got talked about in this way because Kelvin Benjamin was too slow to one run wide receiver routes, but neither is he like big and strong enough to be a legitimate tight end all the time. So he was just stuck in this no man's land of not being a capable NFL player at either position. Kyle Pitts is a legitimate wide receiver tight end tweener because he can do both. He can be an inline tight end and block and do a good job and do all, run all the routes from that position and be uncoverable from the tight end spot the same way Travis Kelsey can. He can also go go and line up as a genuine ex-receiver one-on-one against cornerbacks win to the outside win like turn first round nfl cornerbacks inside out and win at the catch point and just beat them playing wide receiver i don't know that there has been a player like that come into this to come into
0: the league in decades completely agree with you on pitts so he's one of the blues panay sewell yeah he's coming at it a little differently we've only got two years of data on him but an 84 grade by the way pitts was a 96.2 grade last year highest we've ever given right yeah for for the quote-unquote tight end panay sewell has the the highest power five grade and that was 2019 he did it as a true sophomore Mm -hmm. 95.8 at 19 at 19 years old and as a true freshman he graded at 84. and just so you know true freshmen usually come in and even though they have four star and five star guys They grade in the 60s Mm. that's just what they do historically he comes in and grades at 84 so unbelievable two years of work only 15 pressures allowed by sewell uh, in those two years on over 700 pass blocking snaps right plus a dude that just at 320 25 pounds moves like a tight end yeah i mean i
1: i don't quite understand why the closer we get to the draft his stock seems to be slipping Um, now maybe it isn't maybe that's just this is the bullshit season and that's what happens when you get closer to the draft but a guy that was as good as he was um, at 19 years of age at that size I mean a lot of times it would be one thing if you were that great but there was questions about your frame and how much size and power you get add at the next level the dude doesn't need to add anything he's already a monster he's already incredibly athletic and he was doing that at 19 like the he allowed seven pressures his sort of one full-time starting season where he played uh 900 plus snaps um almost 500 pass blocking snaps allowed seven total pressures had grades above the 90s in both pass protection and run blocking but that's as flawless as it gets like if you look at that and you look at him on tape and don't see like a massive schematic reason that's helping him out and cheating him towards grades you just have to look at that and say look what is
0: our flaw here like what's the downside where where is the negative because i don't see any so we both agree on sewell and on pitts let's debate these receivers right now i'd say just jamar I, i think jamar chase is the clear top receiver is there How close is Devontae Smith, the guy that you love, maybe more than most, how close is Devontae Smith to Jamar Chase as the best receiver?
1: I think he's right there. And honestly, I think if you were just evaluating their play on the field, I would argue that Devontae Smith is a better wide wide receiver than Jamar Chase. He just weighs, what, 30, 35? How much is 40 pounds less? About
0: 30. Yeah. 30 to 40. Like, it's
1: a lot. Yeah. you have to be concerned you have to be scared by Devontae Smith's size the guy weighs 170 pounds says "I, I play at 170 this is who I am live with it there just aren't there's not a track record of those guys being great at the nfl level it's and it just has to be scary and if it was a giant gap between him and the next guy okay fair enough you run that risk but there isn't like jamar chase is right there with him so take the guy that's 200 not the guy that's 170 i think is how most people will look at it
0: I, i like chase because he's he's a good intermediate route runner i think he can win down the field i've used the comps many times bigger antonio brown or jordy nelson but a guy that just knows how to get open, uses his hands, uses his footwork, knows how to get open. He's just going to either create late separation or just enough separation Mm -hmm. to give the quarterback something to throw And he's very good at that. Is Devontae Smith, though, a better all-around player because he works the bubble screen game, he can work the underneath stuff, slants, yards after the catch a little bit better than Chase – does that bridge the gap a little bit? Again, I know where you stand on this, but why are are people only souring on Devontae Smith because of the weight, whereas if he weighed 190, they'd say, okay, these guys are the same.
1: Maybe. I think people also, I don't know. There's there's just this sort of disinformation campaign almost about Devontae Smith. Like people go, well, when they were healthy, but at the same time, Jalen Waddell was the number one receiver at Alabama this year. Now, that's not really true. He had more yardage over that what seven game stretch or whatever it was before he got hurt but Devontae smith had more targets catches the same number of touchdowns was a much more heavily targeted third down guy like when alabama needed a play they were going to smith not waddle um so I, it's not i don't like you can't take that away from him any more than you can take away from jamar chase the fact that justin jefferson was on the same team like it's
0: not they were just both there so we got the two receiver debate. Let me bring up one more. Micah Parsons at linebacker. Wow. Does the positional value drop him from a from being a blue chip prospect potentially?
1: I mean, are we comfortable enough with Parsons in coverage to put him in that we
0: category? haven't seen enough out of him? It, it's a it was a college, you know, zone drop, you know, drop to a spot drop type of scheme. So you don't you don't have enough there. But Parsons, as far as athleticism goes, his run defense is incredible. I'm not ready to put him there. I'm just saying I can see the NFL also looking at Parsons from a similar light. The only thing holding him back maybe is the linebacker position rather than you know his actual skill set. Well, I mean,
1: the linebacker position or concerns about whether he's elite in coverage, which I think you need to be
0: in today's NFL to be a blue chip linebacker. Sorry, I threw a curveball to you. But so ultimately we've got three blue chips and you've got four. I'm going with three. Yeah. Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase. You add Devontae Smith to the mix. Let us know. What do you think? How many blue chip non-QB prospects are in this draft? Go check out the full PFF NFL podcast, breaking down all the crazy trades this week. PFF NFL Daily.